If you want to listen to this episode or any of our episodes ad-free, you can do that now. Head on over to Patreon. Click on the ad-free level. You get all of our bonus shows that you've been hearing so much about. Plus, every single day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, you can listen to this episode or any of our other episodes at the same time, ad-free, over on Patreon. everyone this is david welcome back behind the velvet rope let's just get right into it today because we are joined by the ones and only mr patrick simpson and paul at two and snow white 90210 i was gonna say snow white next i mean we can't forget snow white 90210 how is snow white doing today she's the real bitch of this show for sure (laughs) (laughs) i mean she's doing good Listen, if Snow White is not happy, then you're not happy, right? Of course not. Oh exactly. my God, she went to the, uh, Jamie loves, uh, everybody's talking about Jamie last night. The musical, uh, she went last night. She had so much fun. She couldn't get her eyes off stage. Exactly. Besides the fact that she had orchestra seats, you know, only, you know, the third one in the center middle and what have you. But she was like, ah! We know she liked it because during Spider-Man in New York, she started snoring. She didn't snore during this one. Yeah, she loved it. As long as Snow White is happy with the actual seats, like I can sleep well tonight, okay? Yes. What are you guys, what's up? What's going on in LA today? Tell me everything. Oh my God, where do you want to start? How much time do you have, David? Because I'm telling you there is so much. Well, the mask mandate is lifted officially in like a couple days, thank God, so we can go maskless uh, outside. That's nice. It's a beautiful day outside. Do you want me to give you a tour? <laughs> no, it's Your awesome. house is so... Well, let me just say also, you guys were here before for everyone, because I have so many new listeners. You were... I looked it up. You were, you were number episode 81. 81. 81. And now we are on like episode 500 over here. So like, right. We've all come far here. It's like, you guys were there in the beginning. I mean, back when I kind of had some idea what I was doing and we were initially introduced by Margaret Josephs. Yeah. Well, you know, we love to support everyone that's trying to do whatever it is that their heart desires that they want to be able to do. Why not? Right. Exactly. I mean, it's a different world now, right? In media entertainment, like you can just take matters into your own hands in a lot of senses. Pretty much, pretty much. Well, you know, here I am 500 shows later, you guys now are like these semi-regulars on the Jeff Lewis show. Every time I look, I'm like, Jeff has Leah Black and, you know, Leah Black and now Patrick and Paul, you guys are on there all the time now. We are officially, Jeff said, we are officially chumps 2022. I don't give a shit what Jeff says. <laughs> you love to hate him. No, Jeff is great. Jeff is fun. We've known, for, we've known Jeff for a very, very long time. Yeah. yeah. Jeff did our house on Bravo on his show. I think I think we're the only ones that haven't slept with him. So we don't go up on the pig board. <laughs> and, so. and he's a single man now, more or less. Again. <laughs> yes. I think Scott's name is going back up on the pig board. We gave him a pig board. 
that's that's listen jeff gets around right you know i mean but he does well like gauge i was all about the gauge i was all about gauge well, let's not uh, yeah. talk about him. <laughs> I was going to say, as I hear a, a dead silence here. No, I've, I, I've had on, like, I've had on Chaz Dean. I've had on Jenny Poulos. I've had on Megan Weaver. So I've had a lot of the Jeff extensions on this show here. <laughs> how, how did the house come out with Jeff doing it? All, it all worked out. You worked well with Jeff. He did the house. It came out nice. He told me that I was the worst client to work for. Yes. I said... I said, I can't. The worst client imaginable. Yes. And I, I don't believe myself, that. I, I thought to myself, really, Jeff, all you do is take rich people's monies and then go shopping with it. I mean, <laughs> how difficult is that? You could do that with sitting in your living room I, on Amazon. I have to say, though, Jeff did a fabulous job on our house. Really we did. still have his butt. Look, yeah. I'll show you. He gave us a naked photo of him, a DR photo. We think that's Jeff. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that's nice. He put that he he put that there himself. Yes, he did. And we have some of the things that he gave us as a gift from yeah. uh, his home. From so his, we still yeah, have from his them. living room. Yeah. yeah. Every time we're in the living room having sex, we're like, "Oh, Jeff! Oh, Jeff!" <laughs> he always you, wants me to say that. You go there, you say that you have sex, and you're like, "Wait, I I have to pick out what I'm going to leave with this this time, Jeff." <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Yeah. Why, why did he say you're the worst client? Because you had particular ideas of what you wanted this all to look like? Oh, because he's never encountered the real designer. Because it's two bitchy designers fighting against each other. He's not a designer. He's never made anything himself. Yeah, but he designed. He's got a great. I love his work, his architect, like the design. You're technique. talking about his aesthetic. Aesthetic. I love it. You mean yeah. the one that he picks out of a catalog and then transforms it in your home? No. Oh, my God. Whatever. Give the guy credit. He's really good. They have programs for this. Though, you know? <laughs> it comes out in the well, like he's clean lines. Like who doesn't want a nice clean line, right? Yeah, exactly. I, I think it's crazy how Jeff, I, he does not, like he, he, he just moved and he just doesn't take anything with him. Like he is the most like minimalist. I admire that. I wish I could be that way because we've tried to like throw stuff away, get rid of stuff. But David, he, if he could adopt his, ideologies about design about interiors and the clean lines and aesthetic into his relationship they may last as long as the stuff that he puts together but he doesn't he's crazy he's listen i would imagine well i also am like him that i don't take anything when i move i take like one or two things nothing ever works in the new place it never works never you know, one or two really nice pieces of artwork, like this pink behind me and certain things. But other yeah. than that, nothing works. It's always like, I like to just start over myself. I, I will say one thing. After Jeff did our house and he came in, and they, we threw like a lot of stuff away. We used to, we travel the world. Everywhere we go, we used to come bring back like tons and tons of stuff. Now we don't. After Jeff came and did our house, we will go to a new country and we'll just pick like One nice thing, we don't bring tchotchkes in the house anymore. We've really, I think we've scaled down a lot, thanks to Jeff Lewis. We would say, would Jeff approve if we took We We did say that. We would say that. One way or the other, David. You're in like India and you're about to make a purchase. You're like, would Jeff Lewis like this? And if the answer is no, you leave it in India. Yes. Well, sometimes we text him and say, what what are you saying? He's like, I'm not on the clock, bitch. (laughs) 
<laughs> well, you mentioned Jeff, and if only he put this design into his relationships, I agree. He's not. So don't you guys, listen, you're two, I know you're a happily married couple, but don't you have any single gay friends for Jeff over there? I said that to Paul, and Paul's like, no, we Why? cannot set him up because he's not think- going to stay. That name will go up on the pig board, too. <laughs> Do you think I want to subject my friends to him? Seriously. I can barely handle him. <laughs> What does he do? So you gave him this pig board and now he has this in his house? Yeah, it's a pig board. Basically, everybody that you have a relationship with, break up with, and they're considered a pig, you put their name up on the pig board. So you remember not to go back to it, although he keeps going back to the same randoms. (laughs) So a pig is like what? Like, I just hate this person? Because, I mean, I could... could, You got to move on. You got to move on. They're a pig. They're done. They're out of there. That's it. Yeah. Is Gage's name on the pig board? I'm sure, sure many. I'm sure it was. We, we now have to. We now have to give him a big, bigger pig. A board. bigger pig board. <laughs> he just has a, to. There's not a big enough hog for that one. <laughs> listen, certain people just need to say, "Listen, relationships may not be my thing." Right? He's good at other things. Maybe he's just not good at relationships. I don't know. He's good at manifesting shit, though, because uh, we were on his show, and then we was joking about running me running Paul over with a car, and. 30 minutes later, I'm outside of the studio on Melrose and a lady ran me over with her car. That's what happens when you try to go up against me with some fucking evil eye. (laughs) I saw that. So now, I I mean, I saw that on your Instagram. So what you taped, Jeff, walked out and like, you. I mean, you're laughing about it, but- I am because it's life. You know what I mean? I I have a torn ligament in my left shoulder. So I'm kind of like, I'll put together. He's a little strapped in. I've got a pinched nerve in my neck, lower back, compression on my spine. And, uh, you know, uh, I'm living. I'm alive. That's good. That's that's a good thing. So you've just been staying home, but everyone's kind of just been staying home more or less. But you were out last night. So everything was well, we had no going going out last night. You make it sound like you were out, you know, (laughs) Partying. Dancing and swinging from the we chandeliers. Were, no, we no. we just watched other people do the work. We yeah. just sat there in cushy seats and had hors d'oeuvres and watched <laughs> an entire play. So. Well, we were filmed with Shavna Galati from Everybody's Talking About Jamie. We filmed with her on our show, and so she surprised us at, with uh, tickets to the show. So yeah. we went to see the musical because it leaves tomorrow. It goes back to the UK. Um, wow. and it was amazing. She's was the she's the only original cast member that's in the movie. Yeah. That then is now on the Broadway play that goes worldwide. It's going back to London and it's doing the entire London tour. And I have to tell you, my husband made the most incredible gown for her for the BAFTA Awards. Yes. So and that'll be we filmed for season three. So that'll be on the next season. Well, let's before we get to season three, let's talk about these gowns of yours. You have the Polar Two shop in Beverly Hills. I'm still over make- there drive, working my little fingers to the bone for all my beautiful women that come into my store. Yes, we survived COVID and civil unrest break-ins and looting. So we, we're back and stronger than ever. Before. When we were talking episode 81, you were having the COVID, you were doing the masks only, yeah. and it was like you were basically, your store was being broken into and looted like every day. Yeah, it was pretty bad. We're well, past all of that. Besides the fact that your other uh, best friend, you know, Orange County housewife, uh, homophobic bitch Peggy Sulahian, was like, oh, he doesn't want to wear, he's mad at me because uh, I don't want to wear his clothes. I'm like, bitch, I got A-list celebrities who wear my gowns. I don't need your 
homophobic. It's like it's like Peggy Salahian. What the hell do we need you in a Paula gown for? Carrie Underwood and Bella Thorne wore his gowns That's last right. month, bitch. Real, <laughs> real personalities and celebrities. And Cynthia Bailey. Let's just put that out there. Cynthia Bailey. Cynthia yeah, Bailey. she's on Big Brother. I hope she wins. I love Cynthia Bailey. Yeah. She's so sweet. And you know how long we've known her? Yeah. We've known her like almost years. Before. Years. Yeah. Okay, there's so much to, like, this is the thing with you guys being on it. You say one sentence and I'm like, you just touched on like 35 points that we were eventually going to get to. But let's just break down this one sentence. First of all, for everyone who doesn't know, why is my phone ringing? Um, for everyone who doesn't know. Oh my God, it's somebody calling you. I'm what like, wait I a second. Say? No, I like normally, I'm right. It's whoever you kicked out this morning. Is this, no, is I thought it was Peggy Salahian. Like, does she have like ESP, like, you know, calling me? Um well, well, listen, you the phone to her? This no. David. <laughs> well, we also need to make a statement, you know, for the people that don't know that like Peggy is your sister. Biological sister, but Biological not really sister. sister. She's no sister to me. Yeah. She, she, I never knew that she said, I mean, I know you guys don't get along. She said that she, that you're mad at her because she doesn't want to wear your, your gowns. Yeah. I never <laughs> knew that. Said. Yeah. Oh my God, why is my phone going off? Um, One question why when you were on Jeff's show this came why does she think that Kyle Rich I know you're friends with Kyle's with Mauricio's mother who called me the last time yeah all of them and Estella called me after you guys were on last time because we talked on the phone to say like oh my god this is the best show you've ever had and blah blah like of course you love those two love her why does Peggy think that Kyle is like coming for her and trolling for I know Kyle's response was like who is this like I'm not because Peggy, I'm not throwing shade. I'm just giving the facts, guys. Because Peggy wants to do whatever she can to stay relevant. No, and she's not. It's it's not even about relevancy. <laughs> she she just thought that if she comes after my friends, yeah, then she, she'll hurt him. Then she'll she'll you know she's kind of trying to attack me. Yeah. But the truth of the matter is, I had to apologize to my friends and say. I'm so sorry, because I send messages to every single one, right? Even to Kyle. I said, I'm so sorry about this. I had nothing to do with this. I apologize on her bad behavior, but they all know what a homophobe she is. And that's not changed. It's never going to change. And after all these years, she's 50 years old. There's nothing she can exemplify that's going to identify anything different than what she's always been. Her, her family, her, her mother-in-law, her father-in-law, her husband, all of them. It's pretty bad. It's, it's just something awful. And going back to yesterday and being able to see the show, Everybody Loves Jamie, and being a part of a cast and a crew and a story. And if you don't know the story about Jamie, how he wanted to just wear heels, be a performer, be a drag queen, be able to express himself in in the freest form possible. And then I grew up with people that have hated me. And so that lingers and it's become such a... um, a sore place in your life that you're like, oh my God, like seriously, who is this anymore? So, because in her brain, if you're paying for a service, they have to do the service and she considers them, oh, well, my makeup artist is gay. I'm like, really? <laughs> that's, that's that's okay. Not, Cause my family has adopted Paul. Works. So it's, it's really, really sad, but I've got beautiful sisters. I've got beautiful people and friends and a rich life that 
you can't even buy with anything. And you Correct. never, you guys never run. I mean, you know, in Orange County isn't no. so far. Like you're down there. At no. times. You never, never I'll be there. Anything. I'll be there next weekend, actually. But no. Yeah, for the weekend. We'll be in Laguna no. Beach. Wow. No. no. Would you? I mean, I'm down there. I mean, I, I don't run into, I, I mean, I guess that's a stupid question because I'm down there, but you guys are down there more than I am. I just figured you would eventually run into each other. Like, nope, no, 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 not going to happen. Well, I'm glad that Kyle is over it and has moved on. And she's, she was never, please, she's got real friends. She's got, exactly. she's got a beautiful life. She's not <clears> even going to entertain anything like with, you know, have you, has anyone ever compared you guys to, I say that you're the Giovanni of the West Coast. <laughs> is Paul, are you, or does that offend you? Are you upset? I think that's a cute comparison, no? I don't know. <laughs> Paul's like, oh, I think he is just Paul at two, one of a kind and original. There's, there's a big difference between me and uh, people that you've mentioned because I'm part of American history. And to be part of American history, where my gown has been inducted in American History Museum for the First Lady, puts you in a different category. Yeah. When you have not just celebrities that wear your gown, but they're true friends of yours, not made in China, it's made in Beverly Hills. It's made by me by hand with the detail and the curated you know, details that I incorporate for every single individual that I design for. And I go to their most special events. I don't go to a, uh, a bar. I go to a wedding. Yeah. I don't go to a backyard, you know, little- You know what's so interesting though, David, is we, we, he does so many gowns and then they, and for, and they always invite us to their events. Like he did four dresses for bar mitzvah two weeks ago. And then the family's like, you have to come to the bar mitzvah. And, and so we're like moving our schedule and trying to move things around just so we can go there. And we had a fun time. So but it's, but, but it's family. Yeah. And it's, it's a huge difference. I was going to say that. Well, first of all, you look at your Instagram. It's like you are like on the red carpets with these people. Like you're become friends with all the people you design for, which I get it. I have people on the show all the time. And then like you become friends with them. It's just like, it's a yeah. natural, if you're an open person, you're like, this kind of just happens. Like I didn't plan yeah. this. Yeah, absolutely. Well, it's because you love what you do. That's what it is. But I have, I, I have, think so. But I have integrity. I have respect. I'm honest. I'm not trying to be something I've never been. I've always right. been who I am. But it's also because we're very transparent. We're very, we're very kind and considerate. We respect and love everybody. Um, we treat everybody individually, but equally. We don't care if, you know, Anna Nicole had, had said something to me, um, which I love. She doesn't care if you were the housekeeper or she was the producer. She loved you just the same. And then we're the same way. We absolutely are the same way. We don't care. You know, we're not we're not friends with people to get something. We just love them and love what we do, and we have fun. Since since we last talked, I can even share something new with you that you probably don't even know about. But oh, yeah, I you know, giving back is something that we do, and it's not just with money. It's with time, and it's with compassion and empathy. I started. I created a whole program for LA Unified School District in a fashion program fashion design and i started teaching before covid at fairfax high school and i now teach fashion for 9 10 11 and 12th graders he loves it 
And so to think wow. that I have the opportunity to spend time with high school teenage kids and then give them a platform yeah. to be able to go into the real world and you know create and do and you can't be judged well he started this program during COVID and was teaching it on zoom through the entire you know during the COVID pandemic he was on zoom every day teaching the the school and the kids and he loved it um his principal Dr. T she adores him and and then when they went on to uh the on the live I call it live show because you know but when they went to <laughs> live to the campus then the, he started continuing well I can tell wow. I can tell you you're gonna have one more new listener Dr. T because she loves the housewife yeah. she loves Jeff yeah. so I'm gonna have to tell her that I just did an interview with you so she can start listening to yours too she will listen you got me Mauricio's mother to listen so like there you go. So I, I will take Dr. T. Dr. T is welcome here. Well, you have designed so many gowns for so many people and so many award shows. Like, do you have a favorite award show that you love designing for? I think just recently, the most important one that just sticks with me is the one I did for Betty White. Oh, yeah. Because, I mean, now that with her passing, it's, you know, it's such a finality just like it was for Anna Nicole when I made her gown that I did when she's buried in. Yeah. You know, Betty, the words that she said to me are so special and have stayed with me because when I made the gown for her, we went back and forth a little bit. I was like, no, Betty, you can do it. Betty's like, no, honey, this isn't going to work. I'm too old. I'm I like, love when he's trying to give her a slit all the way up. She's like, you can't give me it. He goes, honey, you've got great legs. I want to show them off. So when she said after, because that was at the event with her and everything. Yeah. And then she goes, you know what, Paul? You're so amazing at yeah. what you do. You have re-energized my career. I said, oh my God, Betty, coming from you, seriously? Like that's, it's a great compliment. And that's the kind of human she was. Does, does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. The beautiful person that she was. So how could you, like, it's, I mean. It was very her. sad when we heard that she passed. It was so sad. We were just was, like, was this dress, was that the blue one for the Lifetime Achievement Award? Is that the one yes. you're talking about? Yeah. That's SAG Awards, yeah. yeah. SAG Awards. Yeah. And SAG you awards. wanted to give her a slit like all the way up. I did. I and did. he did. It's in there. <laughs> I did. And when she walked up stage, you see it. She goes, that everybody looked at me, Paul. Everyone. She was in her 90s with the slit all the way up to her leg. Good for her. <laughs> But she was such a beautiful human being. So yeah. how could that be something that you don't treasure? Yeah. What's like something that we wouldn't know about Betty White? Mm. Something you wouldn't know about Betty White. Oh, yeah. I can tell you she's got a gazillion Emmys <laughs> in her living room. They're all up on a high shelf. Could, and, I couldn't wait to. And Paul is like, Paul's like, can we take one? Just one. And she won't even, she won't even know it's missing. I try to reach it. When she went, when she went around the corner to the kitchen, I was like, Betty, don't come back for a minute. Hold on. And I was trying to reach the Emmy. Yeah. She's like, I said, if I take an Emmy, would you even know it's gone? Here's something you would know. Everybody knows how much she loved her husband, Alan, right? Yeah. And when we were going to the event and I was getting her put together, dressed and everything. He, he did her hair. He was sitting there well, teasing her hair. <laughs> but anyway, I think one of the mo more important things were when we came down to picking out the jewelry for the dress, she, she said, uh, here's a couple of pieces. Which one do you think is going to go 
great with the gown. And I thought, okay, so I love this one. I love this one. I asked her, I said, which one's your favorite? <laughs> she pointed at the one that we ended up with. And the backstory about that was that Alan had given that to her. Yeah, very pretty. And it was so special to her that she wanted to kind of have that with her when we went to the event. And I said, then it doesn't matter. That's the perfect one. And so when I put it on her and the way she held it and she felt so connected to him at that moment to be able to share that award and yeah. that whole day with him was so sweet, so genuinely beautiful to me that I thought, oh my God, now this is a woman who loves, who cares, transparent, yes. with integrity and passion. And here I am spending this quality, beautiful moment with her and not worried about what the world is going to say, not worried about what anyone could have any opinion about. Right. It's just she wants to share with somebody she cares about and loves and treasures. And that's how I feel about Patrick every single day. So it's kind of like to think that when you have that love, <clears throat> you could do anything. And so with all the stuff that we've gone through, it's these experiences and these moments that I've, I've been able to, you know, identify with some, so many of these true friends that it just carries you to the next stage of your life. Yeah. I am. Um, one thing people don't know is for the longest time up until COVID every Wednesday, I had a standing phone call with Betty at four o'clock. I would yeah. get on the phone and call her and we would just talk for a few minutes about everything. And she knew every <laughs> yeah. single time. Never once did she not ever answer the she phone. Sharp. She waited for the phone to ring yeah. and she would pick up the phone. <clears throat> it was a standard appointment with her and we would share, you know, like what's going on in your life? What can I get for you? How are you feeling? What's new? Oh my God, I just did that new project. It was so lovely. Yeah. Like it was just sharing. And she, she knew was, pretty she, amazing. she could trust you with the information. She knew that it wasn't that she could share and you were her confidant. Right. I, I swear to God, at one point, we called ourselves the beautiful girls. <laughs> <laughs> what, did, what did Betty say to that? She loves she it. She's it. like, she's like, you know, I've got my girls, you know. So, yeah, she loved Snowflake, uh, Snow White's dad, and she adored Snow White. Um, she's just amazing. She's did the calls amazing. like stop like towards the end? Like, did you know yeah, what was yeah, going yeah, on? Yeah, it, it 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 needed to because we understood, and it was hard. I mean. It, I'm going to say that it was hard to say goodbye, but we never really used those words. Yeah, We just kind of knew that it was time for her to take care of herself and her energy was lower and as much as much energy as she had until the very last minute. Well, we were at an event, it was a Fox event, one of her last public appearances. I remember when they brought her and she was on stage, she was very, yeah. she was very frail. Yeah. We, we kind of knew that, you know. I was going to make her a dress for her 100th birthday. Though. I know. We wow. were we were having conversations about what the birthday was going to be. Yeah. We have tools to help us plan for and track everything in our lives. Wellness, finances, careers. Why should fertility be any different? What if I told you you can get important fertility insight without going to the doctor or even leaving home? Modern fertility is an easy and affordable way to test your fertility hormones at home with a simple finger prick. Mail it in with a prepaid label and you'll get your personalized results within 10 days. You'll get insight into your hormone levels, how many eggs you have compared to other women your age, 
and other important fertility factors. The results go deep into what every hormone means, and you can also talk one-on-one with a fertility nurse to review your results and options for the next steps. Right now, Modern Fertility is offering our listeners $20 off the test when you go to modernfertility.com slash velvet. That means your test will cost $139 instead of the hundreds of thousands it could cost at a doctor's office. Get $20 off your fertility test when you go to modernfertility.com slash velvet. Modernfertility.com slash velvet. I have to tell you guys about an amazing new service called FrameBridge. FrameBridge makes it easier and more affordable to frame your favorite things without ever leaving the house. That's right. And they have so many varieties. I just went to my friend's 50th birthday party and I had all these great pictures. And I'm like, what am I going to do with these? Uh I went to FrameBridge. Now, I love silver and gray for my house. So the frame I picked was called NASA. It's this awesome gray frame. But honestly, they have any color you can imagine. Red, green, the possibilities are endless. I have a wedding coming up. I think I'm going to use FrameBridge again. And, I mean, you guys have to see my pictures. And by the way, no, it's not my wedding. So don't get too excited. Listen, the prices start at just $39. So instead of the hundreds you pay at a framing store, $39 is where it starts plus free shipping. Get started today. Frame your photos or send someone the perfect gift. Go to framebridge.com and use promo code VELVET to save an additional 15% off your first order. Just go to framebridge.com, promo code VELVET. Framebridge.com, promo code VELVET. And I thought I knew about L'Occitane. Listen, I've seen those silver tube in their top tier iconic store for years, but I had no idea that L'Occitane would become my go-to favorite skincare line. Now you guys know that I care about my skin and I care about looking youthful. Listen, it's none of your business how old I am. That's what Google's for, so go Google. But L'Occitane is my one-stop shop. Listen, I love the Overnight Reset Eye Serum, and the Overnight Reset Face Serum. You wake up, you feel so refreshed, and yes, it really works. The fine lines are smoothed out, the skin is radiant, it looks like I had such a great night's sleep, even when I didn't. And let me tell you, I ain't had a good night's sleep in a really long time. I'm inviting you to explore all the self-care goodness L'Occitane has to offer. Choose one or more of their products, review it for me, and let me know which ones are your faves, okay? Really, DM me. I'll respond. Go to L'Occitane.com. That's L-O-C-C-I-T-A-N-E. That's L'Occitane.com. Look what's going on in our world today, especially in our world of reality TV, Twitter and Instagram. We see people posting that look beautiful and glamorous and rich and they look like they have everything. And listen, it's creating a lot of self-esteem issues amongst people. If you're struggling with issues of low self-esteem or anything else, body issues, anxiety, one size does not fit all when it comes to looking for help or therapy. That's why I'm telling you, you need to turn to Talkspace. Talkspace Online Therapy gives you unlimited access to a licensed therapist that is set aside to meet your needs and help you with the issues that you're looking to work out. In today's world, everybody is so busy, but listen, Talkspace understands you need to set time aside to put yourself first. They have chat, video, audio options for live sessions, and you can get support on your own terms from 
any device. Get the one size fits one support you need with Talkspace. Sign up today at Talkspace.com and get $100 off your first month with promo code VELVET. That's $100 off at Talkspace.com promo code VELVET. From Wondering, Rich and Daily is a podcast you guys have to check out. What do they deal with? They give you your daily dose of celebrity gossip. Is there anything we like here better behind the velvet rope, you guys, than celebrity gossip? You know the answer is no. Kim and Pete? Courtney and Travis? Is there going to be a wedding? Of course, but when is the wedding going to be? What is Chris Jenner going to plan this wedding? So many questions. They keep us posted on everything. Hosts Brooke Schifrin and Arisha Skidmore-Williams. They're comedians. They're besties. And they're the perfect guides to spill all the celebrity tea. They'll keep you up to speed on the secrets, the scandals, the news, and the entertainment world. It's like a one-stop shop for your celebrity gossip. And look, Brooke and Arisha, they're like me. They don't hold back on nothing. They tell it like it is. What's fact? What's fiction? Don't worry. Brooke and Arisha will get to the bottom of it. Listen to Rich and Daily on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, or you can listen and free by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app. This episode is sponsored by Skillshare. Skillshare is the world's largest online community for creativity. Members around the world turn to Skillshare for discovering inspiration, learning new skills, and putting their talents to work in ways that they care about. When I first turned to Skillshare, I wanted to take a class on entrepreneurship. But man, I got lost in the rabbit hole of Skillshare in a really good way. They have so many classes to choose from, and it's such a nurturing, fostering community of creativity. The best The best class that I just took was Productivity for Creatives. There are freaking not enough hours in the day, and I am always trying to find better ways to be creative. I didn't think it was possible, but this class really helped me. And they cover so many categories, illustration, graphic design, photography, lifestyle, productivity, my personal favorite, marketing, music, entrepreneurship. Need I go on? Explore your creativity at Skillshare.com slash velvet and get a one month free trial. That's one month free at Skillshare.com slash velvet. Well, because I know like a lot of people filmed for that. Like, I, I assume we're going to see it at some point, you know, like there's people that like I had Margaret Cho on my show, like she was involved, like people film for whatever yeah. it's going to be. Did you yeah. get far in the dress? Like, was it or was it just? No, no we were talking about it, putting it all together. And then it just didn't. We were told it wasn't going to be. It wasn't going to happen. Happen. And Not there the was going to be. We were told yeah. there was going to be a celebration and. Um, a celebration for Betty, but she would not be needing a dress. So we kind of knew something yeah. was going to happen. Wow. What about these rumors? Did you see all this? Like this producer, I think it's the producer of Golden Girls, like said, like B. Arthur, like never got along with her. Did you see all this? And like a lot of people are like BS. I, I saw a lot of that, but Betty loves everybody. I've yeah. never seen her ever not like anyone. So I can't believe that. I don't agree with that. I just don't think that happened. See, if you if you've known her and you've been to her house, which yeah. not many have. Yeah. Her house is like it was like a little cottage. It was really cute, like a fairy tale cottage. If you've been to her house and you know how she is, yeah. You would know that all of these rumors cannot be true. Yeah. Would Jeff Lewis approve of the inside of Betty's house? No. Jeff <laughs> Jeff Lewis doesn't approve of much. Jeff Lewis would go into Betty's house and say, throw this away, throw this away, throw this away, donate, donate, throw. Let's just be honest though. Jeff would kill to have worked on Betty White's house. Let's just put it out there. Yes, he would have. 
Absolutely. Yeah, but he's not he he's not celebrity enough to be able to get that privilege. Let's be honest. <laughs> I was just gonna say no shade, Jeff. I'm not giving you shade, but <laughs> Jeff, well, I didn't say that. Paul did. Yeah, I was gonna say I didn't say that either, Jeff. So hi. Besides the fact that besides the fact that I know how much Jeff loves Patrick more than he could ever like me. So it's fine. Well, it's Patrick right. maybe says yes to more things that Jeff wants. <laughs> maybe well good luck with that is there like a you know like i said you've designed for like so many people the first lady cynthia bailey betty white is there like who would you carry underwood who would you love like if what, what who's on your wish list oh who's on my wish list? i know who's on my wish list oh well my wish list was uh <laughs> princess diana and i was gonna have the opportunity to go meet with her and I already had a, a standing appointment with her, except for the fact that two weeks prior to that, she passed away. So if I could say that that was a missed opportunity for me, it was a Princess Diana. And it's on, yeah. it's actually on our Amazon TV show. There was a- In season one, we did a whole episode about Princess Diana and his missed opportunity to make a gown for her. Yeah, it was a really so good episode. if I say, what's my, my wish could be that one, I guess, you know? I have two. I have two absolute favorites that I think he should, that I would love for him to do. Number one is Tony Collette because oh, yeah, I freaking can I say fuck? I love fucking love her. her. Um, ever since Muriel's Wedding, which is like my absolute ultimate favorite movie. <laughs> Paul goes crazy because we have to watch Muriel's Wedding again. Like I think they need to turn that into a Broadway play because it was fantastic. Um, so Tony Collette, I love her. And then my second, I just, Kidman. Nicole Kidman. I think she oh, is the yeah. most beautiful, stunning statue. Like I would love him. Well, to besides, her. besides her husband sings our favorite song. How Correct. That? So, you know, that's one of the reasons why we're so connected to them. Her husband's song, Somebody Like You, is our song. We'll talk about Nicole Kidman in that like red, the one that she I won the Oscar for like that, whether she won to, that red like Galliano dress. I mean, Nicole yes. was it. I mean, her style and I match completely. Yeah, so, I think I yeah. think everything the way he designs and styles would just seamlessly be for Nicole Kidman. So but that's, Nicole, that's my goal. But Nicole and I, we've we've, we've had run-ins because yeah. uh, she did get. Uh, I think it was three or four of my gowns at one point that she was going to be wearing, but then it wasn't appropriate for the event itself. Yeah. So she she sent me a beautiful note and the gowns back and said, oh my God, I, I, I love what you've done, but I'm so sorry it's not going to work for this event because they changed direction from the color scheme. And but it's going to happen. There, there is so, going to happen. He is going to do a gown for her. I'm yeah, she going to make that She happen. was very nice about it. Her and Tony Collette. Those are our two faces. Let's okay. like put that out to the universe. Does that ever get, like, do you get disappointed? I mean, you're so busy. Like, is it upsetting when like a gown comes back and you're like, oh, Nicole almost wore this or you pass that at this point? No, it's not disappointing at all. I think it's, you know what? I appreciate that they do what they need to do. I'm there to support, guide, and help in their journey just as much as they're there for me. I Because this is their moment. And I want that moment for them to be exactly what they envisioned or right. how they envisioned it to be. Because I'm just a vehicle to be able to accentuate and highlight that moment even further. 
with what I'm doing. And for me, it's the other opposite. I'm like, okay, I need to get the photos. I need to get the pictures. I need to know, <laughs> I need this. And it's, you know, it's, it's yeah. me putting so all that it's, together. It's, it's about them. And, and yeah. like when Anna Nicole, and that's the funny thing, when um, I was with Anna all the time, all the time, but you'd never yeah. see me. I was always in the background because it was always about her. Paul was the fluffer. He was always fluffing her dress in the background. <laughs> but she's my friend. I needed to make her look good. Yes. Well, Nobody cares funny. about you as good as a friend does. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, apparently, they're, I don't know if it's, I forgot where it's going to be, but they're making a movie about Anna Nicole now. Apparently, Larry Burkhead is like, no, this is, I do not put my stamp of approval on any of this. Well, Larry doesn't have a clue about Anna anyway. Right. I mean, seriously, how long did he did he know her right. for two and a half minutes? Yeah, but they're we they're turning our book into a movie too. We're in development with our book to turn into a movie about Anna Nicole, and it's going to be about our friendship with her and friendships and you know something totally different than the other stuff that they're doing about Anna. I'm sure Larry's not going to like that either. I mean, who cares about Larry? Honestly, that baby's beautiful. <laughs> She's but beautiful. who cares about Larry? Who cares about Larry? And I didn't know you're writing a book about Anna. We wrote a book. Oh, wow. Anna Nicole Smith, Portrait of an Icon. I'll send you a copy. I'll send Please. you a copy. How do you not have our book, David? Well, you know what? You never sent it. What to is wrong you. with you? You're too busy appearing on Jeff Lewis's show. And like, I mean, you know, send me the book. I'll Unless tell you what, David. You, we'll send you a copy of our book and we'll sign it if you send us two of your behind the velvet rope mugs that I keep seeing you. Everybody, I swear to you, everybody wants this mug. This is like my love those. People are like, I want that mug. Okay, I will send you the two of these. You mugs. know, when we were on Larry King, we still have the two Larry King mugs, which is Amazing. like such a treasure for us. So. Larry King was a genius too. Yeah. Yeah, we were on it like five times on his show. We were on a live. I, I knew that. I didn't, I didn't even want this book. Um, what was it like to be friends with Anna Nicole? Oh my God. It was a roller coaster ride of fucking fun. Uh, ups and downs and craziness and twists and turns. But we loved her. We adored her. And she always knew she could count on us. And we knew we can count on her. See, that's, that's what I'm talking about. Look at all the relationships that I'm... I'm talking about, and, I'm, and as I sit here, and the only reason why I'm saying this right now to you is because just to set the record even further straight, because I have all these beautiful relationships. I've been in the industry for this many years. Yeah. I was on Bravo way before, you know, Housewives ever came around. And then- Before Kardashians, and, we were doing- the and, and then you have some, and I mean, call it what it is, a homophobic- individual that just can't see straight that's delusion and trying to come up with lies and are we talking about peggy again oh god okay. but it just it bothers me because it shouldn't she's so inconsequential i don't even know why it bothers you yeah but david gave him a platform and that fucking pissed me off i love what kyle richard said peggy who that's how i feel <laughs> here, okay there's once again there's a lot to unpack i often give I often have a lot of people on that don't like each other. Somehow that has become the job, sometimes back to back. So let me- put It's it not about way. not liking each other. It's about the truth and the integrity. I mean, what? how do you take things out of their mouth seriously when their entire life is fake? Listen, there's a difference. David, there's something I'm gonna put on the record that I don't even know if we've even talked about it, but I'm gonna say it and I'll say it on your show. 
One of the things that I think is unforgivable of what Peggy Salahian and his brother did to him is when his father was in the hospital dying, they didn't even let Paul know his father was dying so he could go in and say a final goodbye. No sibling has the right to take that away from another sibling. You realize like you realize I was on the phone at the hospital and you know what they said? You're not family. Yeah. That's disgusting. And I was the first one to ask my brother, does Peggy know? Like, I want to call her and tell her. Right. And she gets on the phone and goes, you're not needed. Yeah, she was I'm there. Like, Excuse me, bitch. Seriously. Pretty horrific. I don't wish this on any family, but she's got children. And there's going to be a day when I sit back and I realize, wow, this is what you did. So... I mean, I think it's hard to not think about it with a parent, you know? Yes. You're, I mean, so that must have, like, are you, how are you now with all of that? I'm moving on. <laughs> you have Snow White, you have your husband. I mean. I got you. I was going to say, you have Jeff. me. I was going to say, you have me, you have Jeff, you have Cynthia Bailey, you have Kyle. We have the other chumps. You got the other chum. The other Jeff Lewis. Well, chumps. you know, I know Jeff, uh, Josh Flagg, right? Yeah. Josh Flagg used to come into the boutique all the time. You know, I've known him he was since, a kid. He was, since he was like 15. Because he knew uh, Josh Flagg's uh, grandmother, Edith. Paul, she, was, she would come into yeah. the boutique all the time. Did you I ever actually do saw it? him at the bank a month ago. Did you outside. ever do a dress for Edith? No, no. Mm-hmm. She, she wouldn't dress like that at yeah. that point in her life. So, yeah. yeah. I but she came like and said, but she was all so, the time. She was but she pretty. was so beautiful. And see, this is the elegant people that I've known that have shaped who we are. She came and said goodbye. That was, yeah, that was sad. Before she left and um, her, her departure, she came and she said, you know what, Paul? It's been great to know you. I just wanted to say final goodbyes. And I wanted to just let you know to stay true to who you are and stay on the course that you've been on. You're amazing. I remember when Paul told me that. That was so cool. I cried. I literally cried. And she just genuinely, and she only did that to very few individuals that meant something. And she, I mean, I used to drive Josh to her place. Do you know what I mean? Like, so it's, well, it's, it's like nice. So she just knew that it was the end. Yeah. 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 Wow. Wow. Have you ever, I mean, because I ask you, you, you say Nicole Kimmon and Tony Collette. For me, my goal in life would be for you to, I don't, I don't think you've ever done either of these would be Madonna and Cher. Have you ever done anything for us, Cher? Oh, I'd love to. That Madonna, I actually did have an opportunity. Uh, I <laughs> met her uh, backstage when, uh, she was doing the tour and I was going to be working with them, but then I couldn't leave to go on tour. Like these people think that I got nothing to do and that I should just go hang out with them. I'm like, girl, I've got a store, girl, I've got clients. Yeah. So yeah, no, but then, you know, you're right. She is on my list. He did do gowns for uh, Beyonce and Cardi B. That was kind of yeah. cool. That's now. Do you work with like a like a Beyonce or a Cardi B directly, or is it like at yeah. that level? Well, it, of course, because you got to do the fitting, you got to do uh, adjustments. But the stylists usually come in and they put the whole you know layout of what's going to happen. Exactly. And you work with. Trying it just to depends. Some come in directly. Some the stylists will come in and pull things. It just depends on what. 
they're doing. And then when it's time for the fitting, like the person themselves has to physically come in. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 So like when a Beyonce physically comes for a fitting, how does that go down? Like what's No, Beyonce on? doesn't come for a fitting. You go to her. <laughs> <laughs> and that I is... don't mind going to her anyway. Oh <laughs> what was that like? Amazing. It was very short because there's not enough time to be able to, I'm, I'm considering what you've already put together is perfect, but you want to make sure for a final like look through. So what about Cardi B? Oh, she's, you, you that was stylist coming in, picking yeah. things and sending to her. She doesn't, she doesn't sit still for more than two seconds. That one. <laughs> but I love her. <laughs> they did all the adjustments. I still can't. I mean, so like, couldn't you just close the business for like a year and go on tour with Madonna? Like just to like, I would. Right. No, I, well, I, I couldn't do that back then. I'm still, I, listen, if I, if I stopped sewing and if I stopped making things, there'd be a line of bitches outside coming after me. I could not have that happen. Exactly. I can't even take a day off. They'd be like, Paul, when's my dress going to be ready? Paul, where are you at? Paul, you know, we'll yeah. bring you dinner. I get deliveries of Tupperware, of food. Here's leftovers. Sit. As long sew. as you sew. <laughs> Just shut up and sew. I imagine going on tour with Madonna wouldn't be maybe the most relaxing time of your life. No shade to Madonna, but I think you know you would work for all of that. I would think. Yeah, I wouldn't. I would have never been with Patrick had that if I went on tour with Madonna. This would have never happened. You would be. You would have been working night and day. What do you think of like? What do you think of red carpets now? Like, where are the state? You know, of red carpets. Like, is it back? I mean, have we moved past COVID? Is it or is it? They're starting to get back, but very slowly. Very slowly. I think probably by the end of this year, I think we just got, need the one more year. I think 22, 2022, they're going to slowly start coming. But um, I think next year is when things are really going to open up. We had, a, we had a chance to do a gown for Kim Whitley for the NAACP Awards. And we were talking to them, to uh, her assistant. And she's like, oh, we want to save your, because Paul did a gown for her when we did the American Reality TV Awards. Um, she was on the presenters to our when we won. So she, she, she was actually yeah. the presenter that gave us the, the award. award when we won the show um, for the show last year. And so we were going to do a gown, and then her assistant's like, "We want to save a Paula two gown for a live event because the NAACP is a virtual event, and they're going to do a Zoom again." So I think just another the end of this year. I think next year we'll really start going back to live. So events. I so I so I'm hoping she was oh. sitting there in her panties like I am right now. <laughs> Well, that's the thing. It's like you get all dressed up and you go from like yes. your bedroom to your living room. Like, wait, what are you did. wearing? What are you wearing underneath right now? Shockingly, shockingly, I have on sweatpants. Shockingly. Ah! Wait, but is it gray? No, they're black. It just, oh, it doesn't, I was going to say, you know how TikTok, they're always wearing your gray sweatpants because you know what it does? It doesn't match. But, you know, sometimes we don't have sweatpants. Exactly. On, but that's, just a whole nother story. When, I, when he did a gown, he did two gowns for Cynthia Bailey. He did a gown for her for the um, the Hoppa Awards. And that was amazing. It was on stage. Beautiful gown. Oh, yeah. And then he did another gown for her for the Watch What Happens Live. This beautiful red gown. And then she was like, I feel so bad. So she took a whole photos and did photo shoot because it was on Zoom. So you can only see it like yeah. from her boobs up. So we're kind of, you know, until the Zoom stuff kind of dies out, it's not that great for for getting the gowns out and doing things like that. 
I don't know. I almost want to stand up and show you my ass right now. <laughs> Look, let's, let's, say, let's see if you have on. Oh, wow. You really, you know, you, you weren't lying. You really don't have on. I mean, you have on underwear. So that's. But, it's, but, but it's but it's Melania <laughs> silk. Of it's, course. I was going to say it's still fancy. So it's like that. Of course. <laughs> Would you expect anything less? <laughs> Do you see a difference between working with like housewives and you know I've heard stories that the housewives can be more demanding than you know like the Nicole Kidman Beyonce's Cardi B's I'll tell you the difference not with us I don't think with us it's not demanding it's because they're not real celebrities they're not um, used to understanding what the platform is so Mm -hmm. they feel that they're going shopping (laughs) <laughs> and in their mind, it's a little bit different than when you're dressing, you know, an A-list yeah, but we, girl. But we haven't had that problem. No. We, no, ju- no. we just shot a magazine cover with Adrian Maloof. They're doing a magazine. Where there's a, we're on the cover with Adrian Maloof about uh, best BFFs in, in Hollywood, which is going to be really fun. And we went to her estate. We shot it there. We did. He put her in several gowns. And it was an amazing shoot. Of course, because Adrian's a beautiful friend of ours. Yeah. I mean, it's different. The relationships that we have, I, I never get any, you know, pushback on yeah. anything. Because they appreciate their respect and they understand. But, I mean, just on your point of the question, I feel that... There's been some, not you know, a couple difficult ones. Ooh. Denise Richards. Well, she's just... <laughs> Yeah. Why and how is why and how is Denise difficult? And what were you designing for? Now let's stop here for a minute. Do you think that they say that Denise is difficult and that's the end of the conversation? <laughs> no. We are just about to get started and we are about to deep dive into this topic because I have so many questions. Why is Denise Richards difficult? How is Denise Richards difficult? Is Denise Richards really difficult? What do you mean? Did she say anything about Rinna? Oh, I've got lots of questions. So way to bury the lead, Patrick. Way to bury the lead, Paul. But we are about to get into this whole story. And it's a story. And then we talk a lot about other things. More about Jeff Lewis. We talk more about Adrian Malouf. These gorgeous designs, the red carpets, award seasons. We're just getting started. So stay tuned for our part two episode with Patrick and Paul. Hope you guys liked part one. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review. Because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones. And the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're Behind The Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon, because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind the Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me and you want more David, 
go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you guys. See you soon.